For years, every study around agile failure points to the same three root causes. Lack of understanding, lack of mindset shift, and lack of proper executive or leadership support. And yet, the current thinking and frameworks and education have been unable to solve these problems. So in the meantime, we have been building a tribe of legendary leaders who want to lead the next evolution. Courageous, certain, visionary, and effective. Everyone wants to feel limitless, to be heard, and to make lasting impact. But knowing how to do it is rare. Let me show you how. Be part of this unique year-long experience that creates uncommon leaders. Join the Forge. Link is in the show notes below. Across the world, people are leaving or thinking of leaving their jobs and careers in record numbers, stunning numbers. So what's this great resignation all about? And is there a solution in there somewhere to do with Agile? That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode. Well, maybe because of the pandemic, people are starting to wake up and light up to a different working future. But before we dig in on it, let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There are so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. And remember, if this helps you, tell your friends. So as everyone begins to wake up and starts to see the light of a different future of work, it might be the case that for the first time, they're seeing what they had previously believed to be an unthinkable model of work, and they're seeing it as being actually quite possible and doable with almost no impact on productivity, but massive impact on happiness, contentment, and engagement since this whole thing started, people have enjoyed considerably less commute time, less overhead getting to and from work, more time with their families, closer to their homes, more choice in how and when they work, so more flexibility. And of course, once you get a taste of that, it's not so easy to go back to the way things were always done. So the latest research shows that people between 40 and 50% of the workforce are thinking of leaving their jobs. And it's not a function of being lazy. It's not a function of being selfish. It's a function of seeing an opportunity to live life on their terms. And it turns out it's not just in the hospitality industry or the retail industry, but it is in every industry. And this is really concerning people in human capital and human resources. So how are we going to plug the drain? The first thing you need to realize is that compensation is not the only consideration. We can't just slap pay increases on this problem and expect it to fully go away. In the research, yeah, compensation matters. And of course, people are going to take a better deal if they can get one, if they feel like they're more favorably compensated for the same amount of work. But the truth is, they don't want to go back to the way things were. A lot of the job conditions that we created for our people 
suck. They don't work for them. It doesn't make them happy. They consider it a massive compromise to even think about going back to the way things were. So it's not just compensation. What could it be? Well, people are saying that they like the flex hours. People are saying that they like the remote work opportunities. Those are heavy factors. People want to work where they want, when they want. And hey, to people that means freedom. The freedom to choose how you blend your work and your life. For too long, companies have rewarded butts in seats, long hours, extra days, and the always-on model of engagement. But now that people are finding out that they have options, guess what? They want to tip the scale back in their favor. And once that veil has been lifted, it's hard to close it again. And another thing that people want, and I think this is so telling, they want support for their side projects, their future hustle, their future passions. Because if things like pensions and benefits are slowly being eroded and clawed back over time, people want to feel like they have an option to design their own income streams and passion projects for an uncertain future. That's fair. It's right for people to want to claw back their autonomy. So the first thing we learn from this is that we're being tone deaf if we're assuming that the only thing that people care about is raises and promotions. That can't be the only factor, and it can't be the prime imperative in your strategy to solving this problem. Now, how can Agile help? Well, the first thing we need to do is, like any other Agile initiative, whatever we do, we must invest, but invest with intention. If we just throw money at raises and promotions, or even flex time, and we do that at a select few fence jumpers, the noisy ones, then we have to be prepared to do it for everybody. So this could be really, really expensive. And if we do make an investment, it can't be blind. We have to know, we have to be certain that it does what we intend and expect it to do, which is to keep our most important talent and increase our ability to attract the best talent in the future. Because ultimately, like Agile, what we want in this case is happier people. An engaged workforce simply delivers better results for the end customer. So I believe that the spirit of Agile and the current great resignation problem share an outcome in common. And furthermore, I think an Agile approach to solving this problem is particularly valuable because we can't afford, of all things that we can't afford to do wrong, it's our communications. It's how we reach out to and engage our people at this critical time that matters. We can't wait months or years for a definitive response and a tactical solution. We got to communicate early and we got to start listening to customer needs. In this case, the customer being your people. And once we've heard those needs, we need to implement experiments and proposals so we can start stemming the tide because ultimately we don't know for sure what will work and what won't. But the most disastrous thing we could do right now is to simply wait, ignore the problem, hope it goes away, or start firing arrows that are dipped in the wrong solution or the wrong mindset. Because if it isn't right, if it isn't genuine, if it's not authentic and it's not valuable, people won't buy it. And it begins here. Leaders have to admit that the change is here, right now. It's time for an adjustment. It's time to acknowledge that people are your finest asset. Whatever we do, we can't treat it like a stop-gap measure. We have to insist that this is a cultural change, 
that we're creating and sustaining an environment for people so that we can not only attract and retain the best talent, but create enviable cultures that place the wellness and the happiness of our people at least as high on the priority scale as the happiness of our clients and customers. So what can we learn from Agile that we can apply to the Great Resignation? First, we begin with right intention. Then, we listen to needs and wants. We prioritize outcomes. We choose and prioritize experiments that we think might be likely to solve the problem. Remember, the future is not knowable. And in the face of an uncertain future, our best strategy is to intend well, prioritize, and leap. Begin executing and communicating now. Let people know we've got you. We don't know how to solve this problem, and it's our fault for getting us here. But groaning about the past isn't going to fix our future, so we are committed. We will make and keep small, visible promises each and every day, and we'll measure the result. And most importantly, as we learn and grow, we'll adjust and adapt to the changing reality on the ground. And who tells us what that will be? You. The employees, the people, the talent. Our most important partner in success. The human beings that gather their passions and their energy to help make this company successful. Is it worth it? Because it sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like a lot of investment. I'm not going to lie to you. It is. Is this a necessary adjustment? You better believe it. And we do it not because we're forced to. We do it not because we're scared, but we do it because it's right and it's overdue. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this one. You can reach out at badassagile.com. Find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile or on Instagram at badassagile. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. 